Hello, and you are very welcome to Dan and Dara on Dublin South FM. I'm Dara McNichtus. And I'm Dan Airy. Thanks again to Mike Purcell, who's given us the last hour with Mike at the mic. Speaking of Mike, Dan, which, uh, what colour are you on? Red. Red, okay, we'll drag it into you a bit there, will you? I will, good, good point. Yeah, you know, let's uh, let people actually think we know what we're doing here. You know, we're not just two lads who just ran in the door here. Oh, Brett, kind of going. Well, one of us, anyway. Another uh, <laughs> one of my disabled jokes. Oh, boy. One of these days, yes. Somewhere an angel has just died on my behalf so I can remain here on this earth. How are you? I'm doing okay. How are you? I'm good. Listen, uh, we've bits and pieces to catch up with this week because uh, you, you, you've been busy. I have. Doing stuff. Have, yeah. You um, had the... Well, which is past now, which isn't, which is actually PA, PAs now, uh, but it seems to have been uh, changed somewhere along the line. Yeah, it's kind of uh, adopted for speed. I think we just call they call it the past now, but PAS now um, campaign with the ILMI. We had the webinar during the week, so that was good. Yeah, we're going to chat, we're going to catch up with that uh, uh, in a little while. Um, you're also going to be doing a little bit of an old talk next week. Yeah, I'm heading out to, this week actually, I'm heading out to um, Travelport in, in town. They're a travel retail company. Very good. Um, and talking to them a little bit about diversity and inclusion. Lovely. If so, we have time, uh, I'm going to talk about <clears throat> my day out with the nerds. Uh, I went to the uh, Irish Rail uh, uh, open day out in Inchicore. Yes, that is. You did seem like you were in your element. Oh, me and all my friendly nerds. <laughs> it was brilliant. It was just, Jesus, what a day out. And uh, it actually, it reminded me of um, your radio documentary. Funny that, actually. Done, yeah. Because Peter Rigney was there, one of the guys that I interviewed for it. Really? Yeah, he was there and we had a chat. Uh, he completely ignored me. Uh, no, he didn't. Uh, no, he was very kind. Uh, he was very, very nice. And, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, if we have time, we'll talk about that. Uh, if our running order gets completely screwed up, uh, we're going to be talking to Neve Dunphy later on. Um, she was yes. at uh, Anne Myra, uh, or the young folk, Anne Marie, <laughs> in the tree arena. I hope she wore more clothes than the last person that was in there. Yeah, she's um, she's spending a lot of time with the with the stars these days. She is actually, yeah. I think poor old uh, what's his name? What's that ginger fella's name? Ed Sheeran. Yeah. He had to get a restraining order against her, <laughs> uh, from what I've heard. Uh, so we are coming to you live here from uh, the Dundrum Town Centre, Level 5. And we're looking out here. We give a quick weather check, Dan. Yeah, looking out the window. Oh, it's getting a bit overcast. It's currently dry, though, which makes a bit of a yeah, change. Yeah, but it's a bit warm. It's a bit like rain, possibly thunder. Uh, that's not based possibly. on anything uh, or any weather, weather <laughs> forecast that I've seen. I just kind of had a look at the window. Uh, we're going to have uh, music from Mimi Webb. Mimi. Uh, Anya Dean. I've got to say Anya Dean, right? Take a, take a chance on that way. Uh, Arcade Fire, because they have a lovely, fantastic new album out. Brilliant. Uh, Earth, Wind and Fire. See the connection there? I like that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was thinking there's a lot of oh, elements yeah. related stuff here. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Um, but up first we have, who have we got there? Dermot. We've got a bit of Dermot Kennedy. This is his new one, Something to Someone, on Dublin Set of there you go, Dermot Kennedy just disappeared to me. No, he didn't. He's back again. Oh, no. Dermot, I'm going to have to cut short now because I feel let down. Why Why would anybody put a gap like that in the middle of a song? 
It's an interesting one, isn't it? Yeah, uh, it is, yeah. I'll be having a chat with him soon. Uh, unlikely, but, uh, you know, we'll get around to him. You know, <laughs> kind of, oh, God, what's the radio hate, Dan? Gaps. Dead air. Yeah, exactly. You know, I'm, a devil for, I'm a devil for it in the car. If I'm in the car and it suddenly just goes quiet, psh, I'm gone. Gone to a different channel. Yeah. So that's really unfair and unkind. I suppose I probably that's should have listened the, to the whole song. Yeah. The, that's the uh, that's the cardinal sin in broadcast. <sighs> the, the dead air. Yeah. yeah. Oh, good God. Right, and, Dermot, you're off my... Uh, and list, saying list. things that would be potentially... Um, libelous. Libelous, exactly. Yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. Like somebody as such and such as a, a thingamajig. <laughs> Can't say that anymore, uh, apparently, yeah. Especially when it's been recorded. So, Dan, uh, sporty, great weekend. Yes, there was a lot going on. Yeah, there was. It was very interesting, actually. Um... Uh, I, I'm going to start with Munster because, you know, let's just get that out of the way early. Yeah, to be honest, I, I was thinking that because... Kenny, I only managed to see the highlights of the game, but absolutely immense. Just the match itself, like the whole... I missed it. Did you? I was listening to it on the radio when I was out with the nerds. Right. So I kind of had a choice. Okay. And I chose the nerds. <laughs> Understandable, though. I mean, you're you're in a railway with trains and yeah, all that and greasy stuff and <laughs> so. smells of engines and motors and stuff. And, and people who talk a lot like this in in cameras and lucky trains and talk about numbers. It was weird. <laughs> Are you the type of person, though, Dara, that um, tries to avoid hearing scores? Uh, no, not really. Um, I kind of, I think for about the first half hour of the match, I, I, I just, I just didn't have time. Right. Okay. I hadn't got my headphones out. And I kind of hooked up my phone and all that kind of stuff, and I was just kind of wandering around the exhibits and stuff like that in the railway station. So, or in inch core. Uh, so I just really hadn't actually gotten a chance to do it. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know. But yeah. Anyway, we lost. By the slimmest of no, possible margins. That's not a slim margin, Dan. <laughs> it's not. Fair enough. Um. But it was it was one of the, the tightest games that I'd seen. Oh yeah, no, Ben Healy had landed that one at the end. Yeah, uh, different story. I think altogether. the 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 last penalty shootout I remember was Cardiff Blues and Leicester in two thousand nine. I think it was. I think in cup. I didn't even remember that. Um, and I think it was Leicester who. I don't know, but it was, it was a different format this time anyway to the one yes. that had then. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, we lost. Boo-hoo. Uh, we're all going to get behind Roger now. Mm. And uh, boo, Leinster. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, let's get to Leinster. So, yeah. Carry, carry yeah. on there, Dan. I won't say another word for the next two and a half minutes. <laughs> uh, well, Leinster uh, managed to uh, beat the Leicester Tigers 23-14. So... They will be playing uh, Toulouse at the Viva uh, next weekend. This weekend coming. Yeah, and they're saying a whole heap of tickets have been sold already. Mm, absolutely. It's not brilliant. Um, and we were just thinking about it. It's a funny thing that Toulouse are probably going to stay in Dublin, like for, you know, instead of kind of going back and forward. Yeah, that kind of makes sense, really. Yeah. You know, so they don't get me getting jet lag. Stuff yeah. like that, but you know, I'm sure snails will be hard to find. Oh, <laughs> so good. Here we go there. Wow. Um, Frog's eggs. No. But let's hope Leinster give them a reason to head home. 
early. Come yes. the come the end of the match. Ah, yeah, no, I, I, I do. I do hope. Um, and genuinely, actually, I do hope that Leinster win. Uh, it's great for Irish rugby. Um, does that sound convincing? <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> but I, I, I'll take your word for it. Okay. Because we're all about the progression of Irish rugby in general. So. Yes, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so enough about Leinster being brilliant and uh, Munster not being so brilliant. Um, soccer. Yes, Arsenal. Uh, Your beloved Gooners. I believe that is now four on the bounce. Uh, because they beat Leeds 2-1 and they were 2-0 up within 10 minutes um, on uh, yesterday which was um, I managed to catch a little bit of it so it was well well worth the watch for the, for the time that I got to see and then caught the rest of it on match today um, so and then on the other hand you have Brighton thrashing United 4-0 um, so they're really having to do some soul searching at the minute um, to to see. I know they have Eric Ten Hag coming in um, during the summer. Uh, yeah, which to, is to reshuffle mm, things a little bit. But yeah, mm. uh, kind of interesting. Um, I, 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 yeah, it'll be interesting to see how he gets on. Uh, yeah, considering everything that's happened and everything that's happening. Yeah. Um, you know, I wish him the best of luck. Uh, Absolutely, mostly. It'll be interesting as well because the the difference in in the leagues as well, and like I suppose philosophies and yeah, um, how ma- different managers see the game and all that. And um, I don't know why you're. I'm a, I'm a little bit confused with the whole Ralph Ragnick situation. To be honest, around oh, the whole thing's kind a, of a mess. Managing what is the Netherlands? I think it is. And then staying on as a consultant at a board level. Like, it's just a bit weird. Yeah, I know. But sure, listen, somebody better deal somewhere along the way than good, right, bad, left, indifferent, whatever. Mm. Uh, you know, they'll have to go and um, stand by it, really. That's yeah. That's kind th- of it, really. I think it was interesting because I, I saw a quote from Phil Neville recently who said that their mistake was letting David Moyes go. Because you look at what he's doing now with, with like a length of time with West Ham, he's actually been given an extended period of time. Yeah, that's that's fine, but I don't think at the time Dan anyone was going to give anybody any chance. Yeah, I suppose because you are, you know, it's kind of a poison chalice. Yeah, you're damned if you do, and, and probably damned if you don't. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So um, we shall await developments. Absolutely, yeah. And how, inter- how did the F1 get onto this again? Uh, on In Miami, you mean? No, on the script. Oh, the Just turns F1. out I'm a big F1 fan. Oh, there you go. God. Actually, you know what? I was only talking to somebody about that yesterday. and I, 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 It's not as quite as much fun as... For, like, I had no interest in it. Right. But I don't feel engaged with it this, this, this season. Do you watch Drive to Survive? No. Right. Well, but the whole, the whole championship thing last year was kind of interesting. Okay, there was a little bit of, oh, a little bit of spark about the whole thing. But now, nothing. Yeah, um, I must say there are some controversies going around because the FIA are trying to enforce a rule 
whereby you can't wear like rings or nose rings or piercings or any, anything like that when you're driving uh, a car. Why? Uh, and why, actually, why am I saying why? I'd be surprised you'd be allowed to. Exactly. Uh, well, no, I mean, it's been... It hasn't been enforced since maybe 2005, I think it okay. is. Um, and, like, Lewis Hamilton came into the sport and has been racing with them ever since he started, and there's been no problem with it. And then um, the new kind of administration, if you want to uh, call it that, behind F1 have decided to kind of enforce it in a more stringent level. And I think a lot of drivers and teams are kind of going, well, there's more pertinent things to be well, worrying sure about are, within the I mean, sport. Driver safety, I think, is, is really important. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I, I'd like to be identified in a burn and wreck by more than just my ring, <laughs> if you will. Uh, you know, I think on that bum note, a uh, bit of music, Dan. Yeah, we've got a little bit from uh, Mimi Webb. This is House on Fire. Yes, indeed, you are listening to Dan and Darren, Dolan South FM. I'm Darren McNicholas. <laughs> and I'm Dad Airy. Now, we're going to go to our uh, amazing, uh, what's this, audio, but this is audio, our, our music, music. Uh, maestro. Neve Dunphy, are you there? Yes, I am. Can you hear me? Oh, sure. Of course we, we can, can hear you. Under a lot of... Neve, how do you ever think we could ever not hear you? Except for last week, right? But that's... <laughs> that's not important. Exactly. Right, Neve, You were out with uh, Anne Moira. Anne Moira, yeah. Out in the tree arena. Yeah. How did, did, she, did she have more clothes on than the last one? She did, actually, yeah. God, it was a cold. <laughs> A little bit, yeah. It did actually. It did actually rain. We got soaked on the way there. Oh wow! Yeah, Oof. but that million costume changes as well. Oh really? Yeah, it was kind of mad. She basically had her dancers do all the like tricks and stuff while she went off and uh, changed about five times. Okay, uh, impressive. Yeah, but does it really make a difference? Mm. I don't think it does. Not for. A show like that, gentlemen. But now I will admit, I do love Anne Marie. It was a brilliant show. But the two were the two weird things that I've said to both of you afterwards was it was a completely seated gig, whereas obviously you still know normally in the arena there is a standing section. Mm-hmm. This was completely seated, and she was finished and all by quarter past ten, which I thought was very peculiar. That's a wow. Had she any support act on before? Yeah, she too. And even more, even more peculiar, the first one was a DJ. Well, you can sometimes have a DJ as a support act. The, the, the strange part of that, I, I suppose, would be the the early finish and the the seated element of it. I, I suppose we were, we were chatting about this during the week and it was kind of one of those things where we were thinking, could it have been kind of where she booked the like her as an artist and her team booked the gig before the 
kind of restrictions had I had I had lifted or, or things like that or that's exactly what it was I think and that's what and that's what I meant by like it's weird the fact that she uh, had Adida as one of her supports because it was all like seated. But oh yes, yes, I get, yeah, I get what you mean. Yeah. Obviously, normally it'd be about a quarter chunk of the crowd that would be all like. But the, the the other uh, the other side of that Neve is at least everybody gets to see it from our perspective. That's very true, actually. I didn't think of that. <laughs> so there you go. I uh, I like automatically raise my chair up so it looks like I'm standing the whole time on my gigs anyway. Yeah, no, that all. Is there, that... Is there people behind you going down in the front? <laughs> down, down in the front. Hey, excuse me, get down. I'm sure they were. We couldn't hear them. Ah, too, it's not brutal, isn't it? Don't be picking on the people in the wheelchairs. No, you can't do that. Just get away with murder. <laughs> um, to our to our listeners, if you wanted to know what wheelchair envy is, um, also known as wheelchair porn. <laughs> uh, well, I I don't know about that, Darren, but uh, I don't Google that either. <laughs> <laughs> Moving swiftly on, um, tell us a little bit about the upcoming release of the book, Empowering Abilities. Now, lads, I didn't notice when we spoke this morning, but that's actually just been released today. So it's, it is actually out now and available to purchase from Amazon. Well, when so, was the official date on that, Neve? Uh, I know the, the launch was Thursday, but I wasn't expecting it to be out before the launch, obviously, but... Went that way apparently. Hmm. Oh, well, that's okay. I mean, it'll be, uh, yeah, sure. It's all, about, it's all about the money, honey. The money is actually going to charity. It's going to, uh, what would you call it? Like, I think it's like a youth club kind of thing that um, supports people with intellectual disabilities called uh, the Meeting Place Club. I think it's out in fingers. Okie doke. So at least it's got at least the money's got to go cause. But the book is essentially um I was a contributor to this along with Thorday and other um authors and it's basically how people with disabilities or those that have supported people with disabilities have navigated their lives through um uh, the global COVID pandemic. Fantastic, very topical and very important. Um, yeah, because it just feels like such a distant memory now. In a weird kind of a way, mm. you know. Mm. Kind of, uh, yeah, you know, COVID, you remember that? Obviously it's still there, but like nobody talks about it anymore. Yeah, mm. see, you only talk about when it hits your house. Yeah. Um, mm. You know, yeah. I kind of, yeah, that's just it. Like you, you often hear, you still hear about people kind of, Oh yeah, I was over there last week in the house. You're kind of going, oh, that's terrible. Yeah, what was that? Yeah. <laughs> like I forgot about that. Although it is nice that normal life has resumed in a respectable. Yeah, I I suppose. Neva, I don't know about you, but for me, um, I'm still being like ultra ultra careful because of kind of personal circumstances and things like that. Just in terms of like wearing masks and things like that. But oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, um, but I agree. It's it's nice to kind of have um, that element of normality if there ever was such a thing. 
But do you know what? I think I said this to you so already. I realised how much I missed concerts. Yes. Well, you're making up for it now. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, what was this one? Like, seven? Yeah. Well. Oh, is that, is that just a humble flex there, Dave? Is that all that is? <laughs> so um you're you're making you're making use of your your contact in the music industry something like that yeah and use of general freedom speaking of industry tell us about the in the industry podcast so for in the industry last month i was very lucky enough to record i think it's five or six episodes of a wrestling miniseries. So, for those of you that don't know this, my brother used to be a former OTT wrestler, Logan Bryce. So I took advantage of my contacts there and managed to sit down with, with some of the wrestlers that I've I've loved over the years and got to know and some that I've made and know will be big in the wrestling industry. I just kind of wanted to, obviously, I predominantly know him for music, but I wanted to kind of show one of their strengths me both. So you'll for in the industry you'll get a couple of days mini series. Like I've got I've got a disability one coming up in July as well that I think you two are really gonna enjoy particularly. Brilliant. Looking forward to it. So Neve, where can people find you? People can find me at Neve Dumpy One on Instagram and Twitter. Okay, your track of the week before we let you go. My track of the week is Hand Me Downs by On Again. Arnidane is somebody that I discovered on TikTok over the lockdown. She's based in Cambridge, has recently started really started releasing her own music. Um, she's just she's just back from a tour with Luce Corrigan and um CJ Stewart. And I can pretty much guarantee in the next year, like the whole world is gonna know who she is. This is hand me downs by Arnidane. There we go, Dad. Uh, Anya Dean, hand me downs. I like it. I do too, but I think we're getting a bit of a team here of angry women. <laughs> uh, you know, we had me, 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 me there earlier on, and that, that just sounded like a sort of a murder plot. <laughs> yes, we we were we were discussing that before before we came on air. It's um, it's an interesting one. <clears throat> it is just a little, just a little bit, yeah. So Dan, let's talk the ILMI. That's the uh, Independent Living Movement, Ireland. You are roll with that. Uh, that's now. it, yeah. Pretty good. I've been practicing all week. And uh, the PAs now. <laughs> Indeed. Yeah. Uh-huh. Flawless, my friend. Thank you very much. i got to take a break now and <laughs> head to the loo. <laughs> um, yeah, so um, we'd been leading up to this over the past um, few weeks with the 30 Days of Action um, campaign that they had put together um, but we officially had the PAS Now webinar on Thursday and it went off very smoothly I must say yeah you were speaking of I was I was um, I spoke about my own experience of the fact that I had a PA throughout um, my academic life, I suppose, throughout my education, school, college, uh, the master's, and then as soon as I graduated from the master's, um, that had disappeared, and 
because of personal circumstances, it was becoming more and more um, critical that something was done about it. Um, and yeah, just kind of was making the point that we, we shouldn't have to fight as much as we do. Um, and it seemed to resonate. And I, I think um, we had uh, another speaker, Anne-Marie Flanagan, who said, um, I am a P P personal assistant service, we should say, user. Uh, but I'm also a mom, a citizen, a partner, and a homeowner. I'm so much more than all of that. Yes, in law and policy, I'm seen as subhuman. Um, 30 years later, this is 30 years after um, ILMI was founded, I believe, or it, it was at least into law, um, or the legislation was brought up at least. Um, 30 years later, I still do not have the right to access the personal the personal assistant service that I need to live. Um, so incredibly powerful uh, testimony, I suppose you could call it. And Anne-Marie responded and she said that she supported um, myself and Anne-Marie in our... Um, in what we were saying, and as well the ILMI and all of the speakers that were that were present on the day. Sorry, that's Anne Rabbit. The uh, you said yeah. Anyway, that's Anne Rabbit. The Anne Rabbit, yes, the Minister of Disabilities, yes. Um, and she said that she supported um, the campaign and ILMI, but I I suppose. The, the the next step for us now is um action and and see No 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 sorry Dan the next step now for the government is a review. Mm -hmm. You know, I think uh, the lovely Anne there came out or Anne Rabbit came out and said, Oh, we're gonna have a review now into uh these appalling services that the government are providing. Mm -hmm. Uh and she, I think she kind of she effectively came out and said it's muck. Yes. Uh and fair play to her for that. That's absolutely brilliant. But it's just another review, Dan. Yeah, exactly. But that's that's what I mean, is that you you can have the reviews, but you need action off the back of it. Yeah, but how many more reviews? And another review, and a review, a review, a review, a review, a review, a review. <laughs> exactly, exactly. We're reviewed out. Everybody knows what the problems are. Exactly, yeah. Um, Groups like the ILMI, set it up, Lincoln, and the Irish Wheelchair Association, and everybody who is dealing with disabilities has been telling the government for donkeys. Yeah. Years. And that, you know, these are the problems and this is how we need to fix them and this is what needs to happen. And it, it's interesting because it actually, now that you mentioned that, it, it does come back to kind of a, a running theme that we've had through the show and through the podcast as well, which you can find Dan and Dara Doability um, on all podcast platforms. But it, it, it's, it's a running theme in that it's the same issue in different guises, you know, yeah. with with a with a different disguise. I suppose is what I'm trying to say. Does that make sense? Yeah, it, it does. But I mean, it's kind of down to, I suppose, having um, an organised voice. Now, and I, and I know, right, mm. that I have gotten great sport out of Tom Clone and saying we should have a parade up the middle of a Connell Street. Yes. Right. 
But that's exactly what's needed. Mm. If it's not in the eye, it's not going to happen. If it's not constantly, if there's not a campaign, if there's not, you know, it, it's kind of, it is, it's, it's concerned citizens to some degree. Yes, but I, I think at the same time, we, we were making the, po- the point at the webinar that you, it, it shouldn't have to get to that point. But it does that for everybody. Yeah. You know, there's somebody queuing up behind you. Yeah. Who's just kind of waiting, no, oh, come on, Isle of May, let's move. Come on, come on, come on, yes, let's just, yeah, that's fine. Our turn. You know, whether mm. it's the Purple Sausage Gang or, you know, the Yellow Legs from Yellowland, there's <laughs> going to be another group with another set uh, of concerns and gripes. Uh, you know, the Irish Wheelchair Association are going to bring out uh, a paper coming up to the budget or whatever, you know, and it's just this constant... Mm. Small little things like there's no major kind of rallying point, and I I think that's that's the thing about getting it into law. I mean, we have ah, Dan, come on, let's have an argument over law. We have two local authorities um, that are have to pass the motion um, to enable uh, personal assistance services to be signed into into law, but that's that's the that's one of the problems as well, is that it's not... No, the law isn't worth an ass, Did we not sign up to the UN Human Rights Convention? Indeed, and here's the problem with that, is that we ratified that, but we ratified it without an optional protocol, which means that people with disabilities cannot... Uh, it doesn't allow them to speak up, essentially, when their rights aren't being uh, met. met. Yeah. yeah, so... Law means that. Mm. It is down to campaign. It is down to banging drums, ramming wheelchairs through doors. And <laughs> <coughs> no, yeah. uh, well, I might laugh and, and you might giggle, but yeah. this is the kind of thing that, that works in this country. It's the only thing that works. You know? Sadly. Sadly. I mean, look at yeah. your own situation when you were looking for the PA hours. Mm. Would you have gotten them if you sat in your hands? Absolutely not. Highly unlikely. And I'm, st- I'm still. I have the hours, but I'm still chasing people down. Yeah, exactly. Um, to actually... And Dan is still available for work, if anyone's listening. Indeed, absolutely. Just about to say that. Uh, yeah, I'd give him a job. Uh, please, God, somebody give him a job. I don't want to be here in 10 years. <laughs> talking about the same bloody nonsense. You know, we were just looking for a fair and equitable world, really. That's all. Exactly. You know, nothing uh, more than that, really. Something simple, and yes, it's it's... Ridiculously complicated. Yeah, no, that, that that is it, Dan. So I tell you what we'll do. We have a bit of money. Oh, a bit of money. Huh? <laughs> that money. Here's work. a fiver. Yeah, go on. Go on that, that'll that'll be work. Fine. That'll work just absolutely fine, Dan. Uh, Arcade Fire uh, are back with a savage new album, actually uh, called We, and uh, it's, it's brilliant. I love this one's called Age of Anxiety. Next week I'm going to play Age of Anxiety Two. Oh, so they get more anxious. Well, it is. If you if you listen to this, Dan, it starts out with a lovely heartbeat. It's kind of quick. Um, there's a rising tone through the whole thing. Uh, and it really talks to this generation, I think. Uh, I actually sound like I know what I'm talking about. It's great. I read it somewhere. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure I must have read it somewhere. Uh, but it, it kind of does to the anxiety of fear of missing out for yeah. mobile phones and all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. This 
is Dublin South FM. Have you been unemployed for over 12 months? Would you like to do something to help benefit your local community? The Southside Partnership Twos programme can offer you valuable part-time local work experience opportunities in the community and voluntary sector. Current positions available include radio production, sports coaching, librarian, caretaker, administration and many more. While taking part, you will receive a top-up on your social welfare job secrets payment and gain valuable work experience, helping to boost your motivation and confidence. For more information on positions that might match your interests, please call us at 01-706-0100 or go to www.southsidepartnership.ie forward slash twos. It is great to be on Dublin South 93.9 FM. Broadcasting to South Dublin on 93.9. This is Dublin South FM. Yes, it is at Dublin South FM. I am still Darren McNichtus. And I'm still Dan Airy. We have an, an endorsement from David Norris. You can't go wrong with that. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. God God bless him. You know, and all his sail on him. So, Dan, uh, you were off this week to have a chat with the good people in Travelport. I am, yes. As, as I mentioned uh, earlier on, um, they're a travel retail company and... Uh, everyone, every once in a while, they have guest speakers come in uh, to talk about a variety of different issues. And for me, it's uh, disability, diversity and inclusion um, and all that kind of thing. So everything that entails. So I'm very much looking forward to it. So we're going to be talking, or if we, I said you, are going to be talking to people about what they can and shouldn't say and what they might want to say and kind of how to approach people with disabilities and, you know, not to be an ass about it. <laughs> exactly. I, I suppose it, um, actually, funny enough, I've given them a bit of homework, shall we say, um, to listen to one of the episodes that we recorded, which was around the language of... Where, where can other people if they want to... Uh, where can they find that, Dan? Where can you find it? You can find it on Spotify and all good podcasting platforms. Um, and if you want to contact us as well, you can get in touch with us uh, through Dan and Dara Doability at gmail.com. So Dan, Travelport, right? Change, mm. here we go, blurb. Changes for the brave. The world is changing. Our industry must change with it. We're on a mission to power the future of travel by focusing all our energy and expertise on connecting buyers and sellers of travel through a single, independent, unconflicted marketplace. Travelport is reinventing a better future for our industry. I get up in the middle of the night to buy stuff off them. Dara McNichols is now available for voiceover work. Oh, Bar Mitzvahs as well and the whole lot, yeah. Anything you want there, give us a shout. <coughs> uh, yes, but I'm I'm going to try and uh, tie it a little bit into uh, the the travel industry, but I, I suppose the the main aspect of it from, from my point of view um, is, like we were saying, is the language around disability and just, I, th- I suppose... Um, embracing the curiosity around disability. I mean, it's something that I, I I talked about through the course of the campaign is kind of being curious about disability because the amount of um the amount of people that I come across that would be that would be too scared to ask questions. 
Mm. Um, and I think I, I remember when, when we first started the podcast process, I remember you actually distinctively saying to me, listen, if I put my foot in my mouth, forgive me, but... I enjoy I, doing it now. <laughs> I know, it, it's part of, the, part of the fun of it, you know? Um, but again, it's, it's, it's my prerogative and it, it's somebody with a disability's prerogative to tell you or anyone whether they're whether they're comfortable with something. So I, I I think it's just it's all about having the conversations and and being curious. And and one of the things that I that I've said to them as well is kind of ensuring that the conversation um, continues past. Uh, this event on Thursday. Perfect. I'm looking forward to having a chat with you next week about that, Dan, and see how you got on. Uh, I want to give a quick shout out to uh, the good people up in Heartland's guest house in uh, Carrick Shannon, who we talked to earlier a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, the wonderful Breach. Um, they have a, a, a raffle actually on their uh, on their Facebook page, uh, Heartland's guest house, um, for uh, stay with them. And uh, they've, they've hooked up with the uh, lockery access for or lock, the the lockery. Um, adventures basically the access for all both access we for all yes another yeah. um, adventure that we that we took during, during absolutely the they've uh, put in their lift uh, in Heartlands not on the boat um, <laughs> so they're very very close I think to being wide open for everybody uh, so that's just a quick shout out for them uh, Dan we had uh, a chat last week with uh, Jimbo and his successful journeys yep he's had a busy week this week he has he was on Ireland AM yeah all your friends. <laughs> uh, no, great to see, great to see getting, again, keeping the conversation going. Um, brilliant stuff. Yeah, it is. I was having a look at the stuff on Twitter as well. And uh, yeah, I think Cove came over fairly badly. You know, but then again, it's a, haven't been in Cove. It's a tough place to get right. I mean, it's a lot of hills and steps and steep bits. And I mean, you know, I'm not right. defending Cove. Yeah. Uh, not that they need it, you know what I mean? It's like <laughs> next to the sector, real capital of Ireland and all that, like, but you know, uh, I've been really looking forward to seeing more of James anyway as he goes yes, on. Yes, absolutely. I, so, I, very I briefly, like... Dan, as well, right? Because of my nerdy trip, right? When I was there, right? So, it was 175 years, so 175th anniversary of the uh, CIE works in Inchicore. Right. Effectively, choo choo trains. Uh, so, it had a big do, uh, sort of visitors, all that kind of stuff, tickets, uh, deadly. <laughs> there was a lot of them there, lads. With okay, I brought my own camera, but it was you could, just, you could see them, like you could smell them. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I was much a nerd spotters <laughs> type people. Oh, hello, yes, yeah, it's a nine fifty-seven diesel local. It pulls a uh, several carriages. They were all there, but it was just the place was amazing. But I did kind of come in with me John Destoy, and I was kind of looking at it from a disabled point of view, right? And loads of wheelchairs. Uh, pushed, motorised, uh, whatever. There was only a couple of things you really couldn't get into and that was some of the older carriages. There was only a couple of things you couldn't get into? Yeah, pretty yeah. much everything else was on the flat. Um, you're going around all the engineering works and all that kind of stuff. Like, you know, Brilliant. So, yeah, I, I would say to Irish Rail and uh, the Rail Preservation Society of Ireland, RBSI. Oh, I guess I'm going to be acronyms now. <laughs> <laughs> you are on this. a roll with them. Yeah, pretty much actually. Yeah, well done. Uh, if anyone didn't yeah. get their hard look, uh, you can probably wait another 175 years for the next one uh, if you're lucky. Dan, we're going to wrap it up, buddy. 
Indeed, we're going to play out with a little bit of Earth, Wind and Fire with Let's Groove. And next up we have Raya with Countryside. We'll talk to you next week. <laughs>